Yeah, I think it's bonus. Bonus. There you go. That's what we're going to use. Bonus Thank Pod for Cast Cars. It's your boy, Sean, with Sam, as always, the two precision podcasters. Doing a bonus Furious 7. Furious 7. Sorry, Seppin. That's like my wizard name. Ooh, I like that, actually. I'm Furious Seppin. Oh, I have to talk to you. I have an idea for a and d campaign with, like, uh, cowboys and wizards and hey and cowboy western, wizards western setting D D. I think it'd be kind of cool kind of cool can there be we'll aliens uh but sure D D. anything's possible the world is your oyster part of the beauty of the yeah. uh, of the game truly truly anything can happen if you can True. if you can scheme it if you can dream it it, it can happen in the we, game we literally did like a fire festival campaign one time or like go offshoot remember that the fire festival one? Did we, did, we did like a documentary uh, we did like a uh, music festival oh uh, yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah like we did like a one shot that was really fun yeah that was fun <laughs> also uh andrew's here hey what up here to talk Hi, about andrew. uh seven again yeah well, so our our plan the two hours wasn't enough <laughs> no 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 no. you needed more people were thinking i i had so i i've seen into the future and people were telling me they're like we've had two hours of seven talk we need more seven talk more furious seven chat i think with podcasts uh, on movies uh, the rule of thumb is if the movie's two hours long the podcast should be like three times that right yes yeah Yeah, that is that is in the official podcasting rule book yeah and i definitely get into that a lot in my other podcast the castle (laughs) i think we might have invented it so we are uh, so we're gathered. We we're gathering a bunch of uh, guests from our previous episodes, and first up today we have Andrew. So he's going to give us our thoughts, his thoughts yes. on Furious Seven. But what are our thoughts? Yeah, uh, how do you think we feel about yeah, Furious Seven? <laughs> what do you think we think about these? Uh, I think you're furious yes. about it. Uh, I mean, this time being fast isn't going to be enough. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> and they were. I don't know. They were definitely mad. Um, well, yeah, different time. Yeah, I I feel bad because I think uh, Justin Lin wanted to call six the fast, and he wanted because originally they were going to make six into two movies. It was going to be called The Fast and the Furious, and that was going to be the end of the series. But the studio made a billion dollars. The studio changed, so he called it Fast Six, and then during the movie. Like, before it came out, the studio went in and changed the title to Fast and Furious 6. So there was, like, no confusion, I guess. He was like, huh, that's interesting. I didn't okay. know that. Whatever. <laughs> All right. I'm washing but my hands of it so I could go do a Star Trek. But this one's Furious 7 is what they call yes. it. Yes. So it's, like, Fast 5, Fast and Furious 6, Furious 7. Yeah. So it's, like, The names make of, no sense. Oh. The yeah. naming conventions of this series is bonkers. Yeah. You have the Fast and the Furious. It makes sense. Too Fast, Too Furious. Fun. Cute. You throw That's it in cute. the numeral. Yeah. I like that. You know what movie it is. <laughs> fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. Okay. Right. So yeah. it's a spinoff. I guess it's, it's like. It's not the, technically three. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's, you know, it's like Karate Kid with cars. But you're thinking maybe the next one they call maybe either Fast and Furious 3 or maybe Fast and Furious 4. Fast and 4, yes. That would be great. I don't know why they didn't do that. <laughs> Real missed opportunity. Yeah. They didn't call me. That's what. That's how they screwed up that one. Uh, then we have Fast Five. Okay. All right. We're sure. just dropping the Furious. Yeah. Where it's Fast Five. It's clean. It's easy. It's clean. Yeah. Fast and Furious Six. Okay. okay. We're throwing the Furious. It's back not in the there. Fast and Furious Six. Mm-hmm. It's just Fast and Furious Six. Yes. So correct. they dropped the these, so they make so, it a little yeah, cleaner. Definitely get rid of the the these. With just clean it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have Furious Seven. 
drop the fastest yeah. side. And yeah, I think whatever. it's because they don't go as fast. Like there's not as there's no speed. Yeah. Well, I I I do like the uh, we talked about the the uh, chase from the funeral from Giselle and Han's funeral. I like the chase sequence there. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Though every time it's I saw it, I'm like. Every time they're in L.A., like, I was just in L.A. last weekend. Where the fuck did they go where there's that little traffic? There's, like, one block where there's no traffic yeah. that they just drive around over and over again. But, yeah, good point, especially because it looks like they're driving at, like, peak rush hour. Yeah. There, it definitely is, like, a sunny, like, a, like as the sun is setting. We've all been to L.A. We've all been to downtown L.A. When they're, like, running away from a fucking drone and a helicopter where is when in LA is there that little traffic? We were also nitpicky about the car that they were driving. It seemed like they were just driving a really like kind of mid shitty car. Uh, Taj and Roman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did my biggest nitpick about a car is that like uh, in the beginning, like Brian is driving a minivan. Yeah. Just because yeah, he has a, a kid doesn't mean he has to drive a minivan. Well, he has one kid. Yeah, yeah. that's what I wrote <laughs> down. He has one <laughs> kid. You could yeah, still drive like a Honda Civic and put your kid in the back seat. You, you don't drive any car. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like just he's dropping off just his kid. It's not like there's like a uh, like a carpool situation where he yeah. trades off with the other dads in the neighborhood. Would have been yeah. better if there was at least two or three other kids of that. that he drives it. an expedition later in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> if he needed more space, like. I feel like maybe that was Mia's call. Like, hey, we're going to have a bunch of kids, so might as well pull the trigger now and get the but minivan. No, she, no, she's about that car life, too. I'm sorry, I don't think it was an exposition. That, like, the Tahoe, whatever, you know, yeah, the black suburban. Yeah. Like, yes. he somehow got his hands on one, and, like, just, like, there was no reason. I get it for, like, the comical. It's like, a bit. They're yeah. doing a bit. It, it, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be bit. funny if this guy had a minivan? Yeah, they're doing a bit, and they're also, like, hey, he's getting more involved with his family and less involved in fast cars like the transition to family man yeah yeah you can still i mean our friend uh, friend of the pod cody like he still has a family enjoys fast cars you know there's you don't have to make that uh distinction or that draw that line i'll get his take on this when we when when he comes on yeah he's like the family guy we should have on this yeah and the car guys yeah and this, yeah. you know, the whole series is about family, so. And cars. Yeah, we were, uh, I, I really picked up on it. We, we definitely went into, like, very, very detailed uh, discussion about, like, how this movie is really more about, like, the shifting roles of family and, like, how, like, family changes over time and evolves and roles change and our closeness can change with them. And I think that was initially the plan going in before Paul Walker died, Mm -hmm. but it became more important as it became more, it became about death in the end, but it's, you can apply the message of this movie to any sort of role in relationship. Doesn't have to be as serious as death. And speaking of that, I mean, I think the first time I still remember the first time watching it, just, I think all of us were just trying to figure out. And I was probably a little anxious about like, how are they going to do it? All right, is this the scene that he's going to die? Because there was a lot of scenes where, like, he could have died. Uh, yeah, he was yes. in trouble a lot. Like He was in peril several times. And they, they un, I, I get, unpurposely, because he's still alive, and you can tell that that's the real Paul Walker, there's, like, foreshadowing his death in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, Tyrese has no more funerals. There's, like, the phone call. He keeps between, saying like, he misses the bullets. Like, yeah, yeah. That's... A little, uh, yeah, it is it is very odd. It was very weird that this movie was going to focus on that prior to his death, for sure. Yeah, that is a bit strange. All right, so you said you, you remember watching this movie with us, yeah? Yeah. 
tell us about your experience, like other than like being anxious about uh, how they would handle Paul in in film. Sure. Uh, I mean, I think this. Um, I mean, we spent uh, weeks or months leading up to it, watching the movies together, um, mainly at your place. God damn right, we did. Uh, I mean, I think one we even watched like during a snowstorm together. That's always pretty memorable in my mind. Uh, and then, and so like the hype had built up so much on just like. It was super fresh in our mind. We had no idea what was going to happen with Paul Walker to where, like, I think probably this along with, like, and, you know, we've been friends for a long time, so we've seen a lot of premieres together. And I think the anticipation for this uh, is probably up there with any other movie we've ever seen together. I think if, like, this is definitely top five, like. Yeah. I think everyone in the audience was just super vibing with it. Like it was a really good just movie watching experience in the theaters. Like when we had we had two previous good experiences with five and six. Like those were both like I just have like an absolute blast watching Fast and Furious movies. And we knew what we were getting into. And I think the fact that the audience was also anticipating the de- you know it was the whole audience the you know that is the million dollar question going into the movie is like well how are they gonna deal with this yeah 100 percent. and at that time everybody like this is 15 years at when this movie comes out so like it had already been a long time and people had actually like grown up with these movies yeah so it meant a lot more than just any random movie coming out and the actor had died you know yeah, but even up to that point, I don't think, at least in our lifetime, because uh, had Heath Ledger died at that point? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that that was probably, like, the most memorable instance of that happening. But, you know, to, to your point, like, we didn't grow up watching Heath Ledger play Joker. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, that I think that also, like, I mean, he was... Heath Ledger was phenomenal as the Joker, and, and you know, his death may have amplified that performance, but, like... You know, we didn't have uh, six movies before that to, like, really build up and, like, really fall in love with the franchise. Yeah, at the point that where, where Paul died, like, we were already, like, we were already in on Fast and Furious as a franchise. Mm-hmm, for sure. And it sort of, it definitely added, like, a new dimension to, like, our love for these movies. Like, yeah. that, and, that happening. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but, like, I mean, I, I rewatched it yesterday and, like, I am not one to choke up very often, but I it's still at the end. It got me. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, we were, we, we definitely, we spent probably just like a solid 45 minutes talking about the last five minutes of the yeah, movie. Yeah, we absolutely We, we uh, Talking about like how smart it is that they section that off. Like the movie ends when like Shaw is like locked up and mm. then it cuts to black. And then this is a whole separate like, you know, this is just for like this is just the memorial section, the the section that you're waiting for, and it was smart to keep it out of the rest of the movie. Like this is its own thing, and it's not muddled with the rest of the movie. Yeah. You can this is the time. It is like a eulogy. It is like a the most public eulogy of all time. You know, it's yeah. like so crazy that they were able to pull it off, and it doesn't come off as cheesy and it's classy. For a Fast and Furious movie, I think that was especially surprising. Yeah, and I don't envy that task of, like, I mean, probably the toughest, any like, you know, to, something to pull off like that, like, uh, of any movie that I can remember, like, having that weight on your shoulder. Because uh, even with Ledger, like, he passed away, like, well after filming yeah. rap. They didn't have to change anything. It was just the movie was already done. 
But yeah, we, we talked about James Wan coming in. He's a first-time director. You know, he's this is the first movie of this big a budget he's ever done. So there's already stress. I can imagine yeah. the stress level is insurmountable. And then also, like, he has never done an action movie before. He's never done a movie of this budget before. He'd only like, done, like, Conjurings, right? He's done, like, yeah, he did, like, horror. He cut his teeth doing, like, horror movies and... You know, he did The Conjuring, The Insidious Movies. He wrote Saw. Like, he was a big part of that. He did a lot of producing. But, yeah, this was his first China Bat. Because The Conjuring movies were a big hit in The yeah. Insidious Movies. And I'm so sure in those movies up. he didn't have to figure out how cars can, like, fly off of a plane. No. No. A mountain, no. So. But to his credit, he doesn't he doesn't downsize anything. Like, the set yeah. pieces are even if, bigger. If anything, yeah. yeah, it's probably the biggest <laughs> of the franchise. Like, yeah. Uh, I was just thinking that, like, that mountain chase scene it's it's fucking bonkers but i mean i love that sequence yeah yeah, yeah. We, we really get into that uh he yeah he like sean's like that's my favorite like sequence <laughs> like, like, it. so it's so good yeah and there's so much going on but it doesn't feel like overcrowded like Mm-mm. i i think like that's just overall for someone who's doing horror movies like that's just a really solid like action sequence yeah i i brought up a point that like uh, Statham in this movie is sort of like a ghost. Like if you're, if you want to compare it to like a horror movie, he's like the shark from Jaws or like a, the poultry guys haunting a house. Like mm-hmm. he, he is like this like menace over the movie, and he does pop up like a monster would in like a monster movie. You're like, ah oh, shit, there's a monster, and it's yeah. like here's Shaw with a, a grenade launcher or whatever. Like he's here to cause trouble, and you're like, oh shit, here he is. And speaking of Shaw, the first thing I wrote down as I was taking notes is like. <laughs> In the opening scene, he fucking, you know, you know, he leaves a trail of, like, broken and dead bodies, like, visiting his brother in the hospital. And then as he's walking out, he just hands somebody a fucking grenade. Yep, take care of my brother. Yeah. <laughs> and then he blows up the hospital. Grenade. And yeah. then, like, you know, from that movie, literally into, like, within two movies, it's, he has his own spinoff. He's, you know... His redemption arc Statham. is complete. Yeah. Well, well, we're, yeah, uh, well, we'll, we'll get like, there. Like Han getting to Tokyo, we'll get there eventually. <laughs> Let's just say in this movie, he's a very effective bad guy, in my opinion, as a villain. I, I think, I mean, you bring Statham in, you're bringing in, you know, yeah. quality, you know, and like, it's just so on the note. Like, it's like, duh, Statham, he's the action movie guy. Of course, he's going to show up in the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah, like, you got to get him in eventually. Yeah, you got to get him in. I think he's really good. I mean, he's not doing like he's barely in this movie. Like he he's got like a couple of really fun scenes. It's mostly just him and Dom when he has yeah. scenes together. He doesn't really interact with anyone else in the crew. Yeah, but uh, I think he's used effectively. I, I think the scenes with him and Dom are pretty fun. Yeah, when they're doing fucking a uh, lightsaber battle with fucking wrenches, like, <laughs> wrenches and yeah. like crowbars. I was like, all right. I didn't know the franchise was headed this way, but, like, I'm here for it. <laughs> well, like, when did Dom learn how to do, like, uh, sword fighting with giant wrenches? Yeah. Like, was that, has that ever been a thing? And he's only, <laughs> no, he's only ever done what? it with one, but now he has two, and he's just, like... From a practical old. application, what are those wrenches for? What are the fuck type mm, of... That, like, <laughs> Fix engine. <laughs> yeah. Maybe on, like, a giant, like, Tonka tractor, but not, like, a regular car. And then for Statham, they're just conveniently, like, these really two long pieces of, like, metal rod sticking out of it. 
like hood of his car. So it's like, all right, great. That'll do. Sean, yeah. Sean, I have a really funny point where he was like, Dom gets on to him about reinforcing his chassis. He's like, that's like bringing weighted gloves to a ring. And then like 10 minutes later, minutes. Dom reinforces his chassis during the mountain. He goes, Tej, I need you to reinforce this car. It's very funny. I got a nitpick on the, on the, right. like the, the mountain it. scene. Like, so it takes a while for Roman to, like, for them to force Roman to come out of the car or Very, the plane. He's a liability. Yeah. yeah. You know, plane travels at, like, hundreds of miles an hour. Yes. Like, within those 30 seconds, he would have been... Yeah, way gone. Way gone. Like... Yeah. <laughs> he, it's, it's incredible he manages to drift his way back to the... Uh, he fights his way back. saving the day or, like, helps yeah, out. It all worked out all right. <laughs> yeah. Um... But yeah, incredible! Like incredible scene. I, I think like everything that happens in the bus with the, I didn't write down the guy's name, but the Tony henchman, ja. Tony Jaa. Yeah. yeah, he's he was incredible. Uh, he's a lot of fun. I wish that they would. He has a really fun like callback scene in the second fight. But uh, yeah, I wish that they would flesh out some of the villains a little bit more. Like, I feel like we talked about. Uh, Dijon Hunsu, who yeah. plays the warlord, is like he's like a note. Like he, it's he's an incredible actor. He's tremendous at screaming one. Yeah. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Toretto. <laughs> yeah. Star Lord, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He says Toretto a bunch. He's like, yo, where's Ramsey? <laughs> <laughs> says God's eye a lot. Yeah. We talk about we like the little bit of Ramsey in this movie, but wish there was more. You know, that actress is really good. Obviously, we know her from Game of Thrones, but, you know, I I wish that they gave her more. They do, like, hint at her character. Like, when they go to Abu Dhabi, that's, like, her contact in Abu mm-hmm. Dhabi. The, like, Adam Scott-looking guy. Yeah. He's pretty, like... So, yeah, I wish they had given her more instead of being, like, oh, it's just... Tej and Roman, like, are fighting for her affection. It's like, yeah, yeah, with her long boring. scene coming out of the... Oh yeah, well, it's it's still a Fast and Furious yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah, it's something for the dads. <laughs> yeah, like straight up, like I I started laughing the first time we watched it when they go to Race Wars, and it's just like the under ass shots, and you're just like, oh yeah, well here we are, we're back again. Yep, the obligatory <laughs> race scene. Yeah, uh, girl shots. It, you know, it's in the desert. It's really hot. Of like, course, can yeah. you blame these girls? They want to just wear like something breezy. Yeah, I'm seeing a breezy. Uh, Letty. Was wearing fucking sandals. That was weird. As she was drag racing in Race Wars. And uh, we all went. Did we all get our uh, uh, driving permit from One Way in yeah, Louisville? Yeah, I was Scott. Yeah. Day one, they're like, hey, don't you, don't you fucking wear open lady, toe shoes. The lady almost kicked me out of the driving school because I asked the guy a question and she thought I was being a smart ass. Oh, I yeah. fell asleep while observing, so I got yelled at. <laughs> really fucking they were having us run their errands i don't i'm gonna put this place on blast i don't care i have my license but (laughs) i've had my license for decades now the 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 owners of a a driving school that mayor who knows if it's even in business anymore all the all the drivers there were like on the older side instructors they had us go run their errands for them i mean one of them had like hey my blood sugar is getting low pull up into his uh, gas station which is fine you know you gotta you gotta get your chips you're gonna have to learn how to pull into a gas station i guess but we took this one lady to like the dry cleaners and like i was like damn just using us as fucking like her personal driver (laughs) i remember one time we just went to sonic sure yeah we spent like half an hour just eating lunch (laughs) hey it's all good i would have preferred that yeah (laughs) rather than like when i had to observe and like they they made you observe for like an hour like 
So dumb. I can't even see what the fuck this guy is doing. I'm sitting behind him. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> can't sit up front. Uh, but yeah, it, I mean, they tell you day one, like, don't wear open to shoes, and she's got all this horsepower behind his vehicle, just uh, recklessly wearing sandals. Yeah, you guys ever try fine. to drive with flip flops? All the time. That's yeah, hard. it's fine. It's not. It's fine. Yeah, it's okay. I don't have as much my control favorite. as my with my like sneakers. Yeah. I wouldn't do it for like a long trip, but I'm just like running like gas station. I had to drive barefoot one time, and it was not. It was not great. I had to go from like a lake to somewhere, and like. Yeah, it wasn't fun. Would you do it if you needed to go a quarter mile? Just a quarter mile I, away? Yeah. I wonder if <laughs> yeah, the sure, guy... Yeah, I do that all the time. I wonder if the guy letting had been racing <laughs> had been, like, a, more of a challenge. Dom would have been like, I got a pair of shoes in the back. Go ahead and put some shoes on. This guy's going to need some shoes. But this guy, is like, oh, he's going to blow his gas. Like, he's like, oh, he's going to blow it. So don't worry about it. Just take it easy. Yeah, no. He knew yeah. what shoes he was wearing. We, we, know, we know Dom is a uh, like a savant when it comes to anything car, so. Yeah. And now anything, anything. He does. Yeah. He's, Literally he, anything. Yeah. He's, yeah. If you need a car lifted up, he can do that he for you. He can handle that. Yeah. Um, oh, I wrote that down. And I looked up how much the Lycan Hypersport oh, weighs. Oh, go ahead uh, and enlighten us. How much? How? how <laughs> Lycan us. <laughs> how heavy is that car? So I think it's. It's probably still not doable, but I think the argument for it is I believe that the engine is in the rear. Gotcha. So it's not going to be as heavy in the front, but the I mean the combined weight of the car apparently is three thousand pounds. Yeah, uh, no, mm, I don't think so. Unless that was just like a show model or something like that that like didn't have any was not like a running car. Or something. Yeah, it was we like know it concept. runs though. Yeah, oh yeah, they, we do. They do drive it runs it. well. Yeah, I talk about uh, when Dom. Uh, bust out of the vault or whatever. He has an opportunity to run Shaw over with a car, and he like he hits him with the, si- yeah. with the side. Yeah. He also had an opportunity to shoot him with a shotgun, and he was like, no. <laughs> "Yeah, well, it's a street fight. Yeah. That, that's not about, street fight rules." Think about a street fight. Street always wins. That's right. He did display a lot of superhuman strength. He he fucking stomped and then caved in the rest of that parking garage. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you could argue that it was, you know, falling apart already, but Yeah. yeah. I mean Well, I mean Hobbs straight up rips a Gatling gun off a drone, so that yeah. is pretty, pretty of Hobbs, insane. I think uh he's my uh the least valuable player of this movie, my non MVP. Well, we, we think it's good that we only get a little bit of Hobbs. I yeah. think that's okay. Like, I yeah. don't, I don't need it. No. I don't need too much. He's like a, he's like cayenne pepper. I just need a little bit for seasoning. I don't need he's, a whole bunch of it in my he's dish. He's what, one and two in fights in the series so far, but zero oh and two in like the really big ones. He took an L against Dom. Mm-hmm. He took a big L against uh, Shaw in the beginning. To where like, if he takes Shaw down in the beginning, Han doesn't die. Well, then we don't get a movie. So yeah. Yeah, and that the the practicality was like uh, Rock was shooting Hercules at the time, so he couldn't be in like the whole movie, I guess. Yeah. So that's uh, why the they fa- sidelined well him. Remembered Hercules. Hey, Will, I have a lot of thoughts about the Rock's okay. career and his role in this franchise, but like Han getting to Tokyo, we'll we get there eventually. Get and by eventually, I mean next week when we talk about Fate of the Furious. <laughs> Oh, I feel yes. like that's the time that's we need to talk, to talk about, about yeah. uh, the rock as a whole. Yes, it. yes, yes, yes. Uh, Hercules, it made double its budget. Good for Hercules. Yeah. Good for Didn't that see movie. it. Didn't see it. Had access to free movies from friends. Didn't see it. Yeah, Did I missed that, that one. one. Um, 
Dude, yeah, yeah. That I don't know. Maybe maybe if we cover it on the show, I'll get to it. But oh god, I think that's the only reason <laughs> I'd ever see that. We, we'll have to be like <laughs> scraping the bottom of the barrel for us to do Hercules on this show. <laughs> All right, you heard it here, guys. We probably won't cover it. Yeah, We're, if even if we do like a uh, rock filmography. Yeah, we uh, we have our like schedule playing out through pretty much like the end of summer. For yeah, yeah. Hey. Oh baby, I'm excited. We're here for it. Yeah. Uh, so what? Let me ask you guys a question. Sure. So okay. take out the last scene, which I think, I think we could all admit amplifies the movie. So if you take out that last scene, how okay. does this movie rank? Whew. See, that's interesting. I don't think, for me personally, I don't think this movie changed. And we'll, we are actually very soon, probably like two, three weeks, we will be doing our rankings episode where we will definitely get more into details. Sean is on the record saying this is his favorite. I've Fast said this is my favorite. Movie. But take out that last scene. That I still, complicates things. It, not for me, though, because it's still this movie is still like a top three for me. Like it's in that top echelon. Like five, six, seven is like, damn, like five, mm-hmm. six, seven. You can. Those are like the crown jewels of the Fast and Furious franchise. And like. I, I don't know, man. I don't know if it dips that much for me if you take out that last scene. Obviously, the last scene makes it, like, spectacular. But yeah, I think that's what makes it, quote-unquote, legendary. I still think the movie is a pretty solid Fast and Furious movie without the last scene. Yeah, even without it, I don't think it, it might drop one. Yeah. yeah. They, they, I guess five, would, five and it would be more competitive. But even still, it's even without all that, it's still one of my favorites. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I still really like it. I think like we talked about like the mountain scene was like I think it's probably the best action sequence. That's what I take. That's what I said. Uh, I still like the bank vault chase. I, I love that. I, I still think that's just like so great for. But for me personally, but like also like uh, you can't go wrong with any of these. Like six, I love the 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 airplane chase down. Yeah. But yeah, the mountain scene's really great. It's just a lot of fun, and it is very car like focused which is great when that's what you want from a fast and furious yeah. movie is mm-hmm. it to be like car focused and all the different cars had like different roles that they needed to play yeah. based on like how they were mm-hmm. built and uh, that was fun i mean you got to watch brian defy physics uh, i mean they've been defying physics think, in these movies for a while maybe. i think the first half of furious 7 is better than the second half i want to say like after abu dhabi i don't think it says like did the la part bothered me a lot yeah uh we talked about the traffic part, which I'm just being nitpicky. But yeah, then yeah. the other part that really bothered me as a taxpayer is like, I pay all these taxes. You motherfuckers spend like a trillion dollars on the military. You got a motherfucker blowing up L.A., like your most populated or second most populated city with in a helicopter and a drone. Where the fuck is everybody? Well, it's yeah. okay. They got a crew. Yeah, they, they have, have a, a crew. They have Mr. Nobody. They he have, has confidence in these guys. Yeah, they got yeah. Uh, they got a chameleon, someone that can blend in. <laughs> uh, they got a smooth talker, someone that can bullshit their way through anything. They got an alpha, they Mr. Got alpha, a, Mrs. Alpha. Double alpha. Well, they lost alpha. their chameleon. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they have so no chameleon. So that's why it was not yeah. as conspicuous. Because, like, you saw some cops and then, like, chasing the cars around. But, like, all right, last I check, LAPD had their own helicopter last mm-hmm. i checked we had an air force uh no it's like you know you just had um well they had the god's eye was in place so yeah, yeah. you got the god's eye god's eye <laughs> yeah there was something i think the reason the military wasn't after them is because they had the god's eye or it was in play or yeah. i don't know they were sure, told to not? keep away they were told yeah. to like keep but away then it wasn't isn't i mean it was still on the news uh and then someone would Certainly still was. have to answer for like hey what 
the fuck happened here in L.A.? Mr. Nobody will clean it up. Yeah, Mr. Nobody's got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's very it's... not concerned with anything. No, he is movie. very, he like, go with the flow. Yeah. He said, Dom, I need you to be, uh, uh, this needs to be like a stealth mission. Drives a car through three buildings. Eh, close enough. Was he the one that said a long way from DVD players? Or that was Owen, that was the last movie. Owen Shaw, the brothers, like, come a long way from DVD players. I think so. Yeah. Which I love that line. That line's really yeah, I love, great. Yeah, I love a good, any callback to, like, uh, the, the first one. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Love Hector coming back. Uh, I mean, I'm so upset that, like, Iggy Azalea was in the race war scene. Because, like, it's so sentimental. And it's a great callback. And then, like, yeah. you didn't have to take a shit on that scene I don't know that. if there was something worked out with her management to where she got, like... They put her in like the bare minimum of the movie, but goddamn, dude! If you guys did, you guys watch the credits? Her song is so bad. Like, oh, I didn't even know she had a song in it. Her song is in the credits is awful, but like uh, Ronda Rousey, I think is atrocious. Like she's so bad in this movie. Like she only has like four lines and she can't even get those. She can't even get those right. Like I, I just, I did not like her at all. Yeah, and I, her security was fucking whack. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I like the, you know, the, the look of the security and, like, uh, she had, like, her female squad, but, like, just, just have them. That would have been fine. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Or, like, cast a, like, Middle Eastern. It, it was definitely a flex yeah. to show that, like, hey, yo, we made a billion dollars last time. Like, we can get whoever the fuck we want. Then sure. why didn't they get someone that could act? <laughs> well, they got T-Pain, and they didn't even use him. Without a lie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I talk about Sean likes it because he thinks it goes all the way back around to being good because it's so bad. But like Tyrese's improv scene, like so <laughs> I I cannot I I said they should have reined him in a little bit. James Wan was just like, yeah, we just had him just like talk for a while. and We just recorded it. I'm like, man, they have got to. And apparently he really pissed off some people in that scene. Like the the like birthday girl actress who's like man look at those you got some bazookas under there whatever he says missiles he's like wow you got two big missiles under there just like who used all the hairspray we found it it was her like i was like oh man i think it's so bad it comes back around to being fun no it's it's that's my take bad bad for me have have t-pain in there uh I don't think it was at him at his best. Uh, <laughs> How come he never sings in these movies? He's got like a beautiful voice. That's maybe question. that's the next no one. Maybe maybe, or, maybe he will eventually. Yeah. I, why doesn't Luda sing? <laughs> that's a great question as well. But like I I think that like it'd be hilarious if they have like a scene at a karaoke bar and like everyone's dogging on Roman and then he just like busts out these like beautiful voice. <laughs> he and sings. Everyone's uh, like, what the fuck? What's that song with uh, that Italian like opera singer? Oh, Pavarotti. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, uh, did you guys talk about this in the podcast? Like, one of my favorite scenes was um, in the mountain scene. Like, the turrets come out. Yeah, and he's just like ludicrous. Yep. Is, like, frantic. I absolutely <laughs> mentioned that. I missed that. So uh, I, I remember it when I first saw the movie, but I forgot it was in there. It was a pleasant surprise rewatching it to yeah. see him do. She's so like, you have this high tech ass car. Like, it doesn't have power windows. <laughs> That's why it's yeah, funny. It's funny just because it's a funny bit. Yeah, <laughs> it works for me. Yeah, it, no, I, I loved it. And in between that and like uh, the you know the beer scene, like uh, oh this, yeah, love the beer. Yeah, this the, movie had a lot of good callbacks. I, I do think that the the callbacks in the comedy work better in this movie than they do in six. We we're talking about like how the the 
comedic moments in six feel a little out of place. This yeah, one I feel it feels land. a little bit more natural here. Yeah, comedy uh, lands way. I think this is the movie where the comedy lands the best. Yeah, no, I agree. And I feel like we've spent enough time with these characters at this point. Like, because technically this is like the third movie with this, with everyone together, you mm-hmm. know? So we've kind of established everything and people are like comfortable with them and they like get the like groove of it. Yeah, we know, yeah. We, we know these guys' dynamics. Yeah. And like, it's more absurd so it's funny when like uh tyrese calls out like this is nuts we're like jumping out of helicopters and like the audience loves that kind of stuff they, they love the like he's the audience surrogate oh, he's just like this is crazy this we're shit's wild planes. yeah i think you need i think you need a character like that to like call it out yeah that's that, that addresses the the bonkers uh moments in these films and it's hard to balance like all the characters and give them like justice so like People like characters do get like shortchanged. Like that just comes with having a cast this big. Yeah, but no, for sure. Like we would love more Ramsey. We would love just like I guess any Ramsey really. <laughs> like we get like so little of her in these movies. That, like it'd be fun. yeah. Where I, yeah. did this intersect? Like was she in Game of Thrones yet? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I this think is, she, what season would is it? This is like towards the end of Game of Thrones. So she she would have been around. Like I That's knew her in the from middle, Game of Thrones. Middle of Game of Thrones. Yeah. I no, I I knew her from Game of Thrones yeah, at this point. Same. Yeah. Yeah, she had she had already been established there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think like you had the street cred to like give her more airtime, but uh, I mean to your point, it's a pretty big cast. Uh, though I mean it did get smaller with like losing Han and Giselle, so there's a little more room for you know from five to six, it got a little smaller. We, six to seven, it got a little smaller. We talk about like I feel bad for Sun Kang as like these movies were just getting like fucking crazy like global like mega box office hits is like he gets like written out of the movie or like i guess it's so weird because he had it had already been established so far back that this character is dead yeah and the fact that it like finally like they were able to squeeze three movies with him in it like that's pretty like cool i mean that's pretty cool and like it's it's pretty awesome that the justice for han like hashtag came out and like the fans love we that character so much discuss that next week right right but i just want to say like it, it i remember just watching this movie just being like man it fucking sucks that he's dead like that like they killed him off and like yeah because i i guess we didn't know how i didn't know how they were going to handle it. like i knew that statham killed him because of the end of six so like yeah i was just curious like well maybe he's not dead or like maybe he does come back and like not getting into anything further on but like it it just sucks that he's taken out because I think he you need his like coolness in these movies to balance out the character like some of the corniness so big. Like, yeah. yeah every every character is so big and you need him to like mellow everything out to, I like, wonder if they had worked it in like to where he wasn't actually dead in seven like how that would have played uh, I don't know like that would have been a really cool like alternate uh sure universe kind of thing to where like i'm glad he's coming back regardless uh sorry to jump ahead uh whoa, but- <laughs> whoa. spoiler on the back of a car jesus uh <laughs> edit point but, but no I, I i hear what you're saying and i wonder if paul walker had died before shooting starts and they had time to rework the movie yeah maybe they would have put him back in or yeah. I don't know because his death is such a huge part of the beginning of this movie. Like it does deal with the subject, like subject matter of losing a, like a family member, loved one. And like, I, I don't know. They probably wouldn't have done it. Yeah. I think it would have been tough to pull off. Like, cause I think it would have taken away from the fact that like, I mean, this movie was for Paul. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if anything, like maybe 
especially you know you guys can talk about it in eight <laughs> yeah we'll get to it in eight <laughs> yeah we have we definitely have like what this series looks like with him still alive is a interesting question um and maybe we'll get into it, Nate. But yeah, it yeah, it's hard to hard to picture now. I did find it uh, hilarious how much older. Like, I mean, Lucas Black looked old already. And yeah, they... I I agree with you. Sean said he didn't look that different. <laughs> he, he already looks, looked old. He already looked forty. I was like, no, man, he he, he aged he, like ten years. Because then, like, he race. scrunches his face a little bit, and then you can see all the lines on his uh, forehead. Yeah. And I was yeah. like. Man, that motherfucker always looked. He looked thirty. Now he looks forty. I do love that they go back there because, I I guess it would have been super easy to just have, to just cut that out. Yeah. But it's fun that they go back to that little scene at the end of three. Like yeah. that. I, again, I like that. Again, another nice like callback to sure. to a previous movie. Um, yeah, and it's good fan service too. Like. Because, like, the average person going to see this movie is like, who the fuck's this guy? Like, they're like, who are these people? We, we have no idea. But, like, yeah, for the people that have stuck with these movies for so long, it's, like, fun, like, long-term, like, storytelling, like, epic storytelling, if you want. Yeah. yeah. What's Bow Wow up to these days? Maybe you can make a comeback. Uh, I think we might see uh, yeah, it down we'll, the line. We'll, we'll definitely cover more Bow Wow in the future. We're definitely going to do Roll Bounce. We are so. going to do it. Roll <laughs> Bounce is on the books. Yeah, we have Roll Bounce on the books. Yeah, that and, one's scheduled. And Hot's Funeral Lean, were there any guys from... Uh, I was looking if there was any cast members for Better Look Tomorrow, and I, I not that I could pinpoint. That would have been a phenomenal. I mean, like, even of the cast of uh, Better Look Tomorrow, I mean, you got John Cho. But the, who died? Spoiler. For better look tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Jason Tobin, who is in these movies as Earl, and st- like he played Virgil in Better Luck Tomorrow, mm-hmm. and in the the Fast and the Furious, uh, in, in Tokyo Drift, he plays a, gu- a guy named Earl. I feel like those are Lynn's guys, so yeah. I, it makes sense for them to not be in this movie because he's not. Like I feel like those are his guys that he brings in. Yeah. But like so it, it makes sense that hey, they're not. Bring here. Jason Tobin back. No, I agree. I completely agree. The more I the more previous characters they can bring back, I'm all for it. Like I want Monica Fuentes back. I don't know why she's hasn't come back yet, uh Ava Mendez's character, and like why we haven't got Suki back. Yeah. And, like I feel like all these Hashtag characters justice are just for Suki. sitting on the bench that like we could totally bring him back one day. Especially because they're planning a female Fast and Furious spinoff that's mm. been in the works for a while. But, yeah, I would love it. That would yeah. be great. And then you bring in, like, uh, Charlotte – or, well, Harry Brown and Charlotte Theron. I was going to say, you could bring in, like, a female, like, action stars and, like, uh, Lena Headey. She hasn't been in these movies yet. Or, uh, you know. Who would be a fun, like, female uh, – younger female actress that could, like, take the lead – Oh, I I love Florence Pugh. Like she's gonna be in the yep. Black Widow movie. I think she'd be exceptional. Or like you could get, uh, um, oh gosh, get Saoirse Ronan. Yeah, Saoirse. <laughs> just the cast of Little Women. We need to bring them into the <laughs> yeah, Fast and Furious movies. Just don't let Emma Watson do an American accent. <laughs> she could be one of the Shaws. Yeah, we could we could just throw her in as one of the Shaws. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it'd be cool. Like, you could bring in Rebecca Ferguson from the Mission Impossible movies. I love her. Like, she could be great in these movies. Uh, they, you know, it'd be awesome if they brought Tom Cruise into these films, like, in, like, the last one or something like that. I think that. the universe would collapse on itself. <laughs> like, 
No, I love it. I He's like, I heard that. you like to go fast. And then, like, his, like, uh, Top Gun plane fighter jet swoops down yeah. or something like that. Hey, Mission Impossible <laughs> Fast and Furious crossover. Like, we would love it. We we talked about... Take in, that before damn Jurassic Park. We Yeah, the, the, the rumor now, the rumor mill is that Jurassic Park Fast and Furious crossover. I, down I don't know if it's on a podcast, but I've been pitching this for years. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're both universal and, like, yeah, they, yeah I guess people, I they want to see it. That idea. But but I brought up it's so obvious it's right there, fucking Back to the Future, the fucking DeLorean. Like that come I on, love, I love come that. on. We need more speed. All right. He imagined Vin Diesel going back, Dom, Dom Toretto, going back in like uh, Back to the Future Part Twoing the Fast and Furious universe. We just go back and that. seeing I have all the about that several times. all the all the action set set pieces from all the previous movies and have them go back and like that'd be so that'd be so cool. Dom has to like. <laughs> time travel i don't know if we're like we're like how crazy can we get i guess that's the question i mean if you're gonna keep getting crazy combine jurassic park with it like i don't yeah. think any nothing should be off the table yeah yeah except don't do jurassic park i don't, <laughs> I don't like it no thanks and we get a mummy and oh spooky <laughs> my, dracula yeah my worry is they, they dip into this in a couple of movies but like getting too serious i don't want the movies to ever get the opposite way where they get like too too serious and we'll get into that yeah we'll chat about that next week what is what else is universal is transformer universal no it's paramount but the the minions are universal banana Banana. Banana. imagine the the imagine tyrese and the minions together i love that (laughs) if you made tyrese into like an animated form like to look like Despicable uh, Me, like that'd be so. No, fun. who framed Roger Rabbit? It just had the minions like torturing uh, Robin, <laughs> like in his garage, like like ooh, they like knock over like a jar or something. Yeah, knock over the can of oil. Yeah. Are y'all serious right now? Come on! <laughs> I love that. That is actually fun. They I, should put like a short, like a, like you know, in kids' movies, they put like those little animated shorts, just doing with Tyrese and the minions in the beginning. Yeah, it doesn't have to be in universe. It could just be uh, for fun. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh no, I I like the scene where like he was like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna make the decisions now. I'm taking charge. That is fun. I I, I like that. Uh, and you know, Tyrese is just shoehorned in as the comic relief in these movies now. Like, and uh, I I do like that he wants to be like the leader. I think that's so funny that like he. Like, there's, like, this competition between him and Dom. I think that's so funny. And then everybody's like, sit down. Like, every, even, like, everybody he meets is like, no. Like, they just meet him, and they're like, yeah. Hey, he wanted a challenge for Top Dog. You know, like, respect. <laughs> Although it is his plan, the car, the hitting the cars on the mountain. Yeah, it's yeah, a good plan. It's a good I plan. Like hey, Andrew, do you have any uh, final thoughts that you want to get out into the world? Let these people know. Um... I think just my last nitpick, um, you know, when the house blows up and, like, Dom, uh, Brian's face gets, like, smashed into the minivan. Yeah. Th- that minivan has, like, power doors. Like, you can't quickly open and close a power door minivan door. You're right. He would have been blown into the car. Yeah. Yeah. Did, uh, I, I guess I should bring up, I watched a special feature. I don't think I brought He's it up, He's just actually. really strong. It's fine. I didn't bring it up in the last episode, but uh, Wetterworks, the Lord of the Rings people, they built, like, the miniature version of that house and, like, practically, like, blew up a model for the movie. So that was, like, a real... They did that in, like, New Zealand. It was really cool. They showed, like... If you guys have the Fury 7 DVD, there's a really 
awesome special feature if you're into that kind of stuff about yeah. how they build the model of 1327 and it's about probably about the size of your living room sean like it's not like a real oh, house size but it, okay. it's like big Pretty like big. it's big yeah, yeah. And they like actually blew it up so that was really cool to see how That's they like awesome. digitally inserted it yeah into the movie and the amount of damage that was done to that house like dom and mia would have died <laughs> oh for sure they were right in front of the house when it blew up yeah because like <laughs> they're it, also strong it caved yeah. in like half that house, but like that, I mean, I thought that was a lot of CGI, but I mean, that's really cool that it's practical. Like, mm-hmm. uh, well, I'm sure there's CGI elements to it, but they but, did blow yeah. up a model. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, closing thoughts. Like, I mean, just, I think to pull it off, uh, like mad kudos to them. And I think it just has to be in like the movie moment hall of fame that like that ending, uh, with them, you know, riding off with Paul Walker riding off into the sunset the like the the montage like the speech yeah the song it all just comes together beautifully yeah yeah it's a magic trick that they were able to pull off like the biggest magic trick of all time yeah amazing I mean if they had fucked it up I think that would have had I don't know I think that would have definitely not in the same way I don't know like I think back to like God, you know, ah. how bad was that last season of Game of Thrones to where like it it affected how everyone else felt about the entire series? Yeah, I don't know if it'll been to that level, but I mean, it it may have made I, me not want to watch the other movies again. I guess the thing about the Fast and Furious movies is that like people are willing to forgive it so much because it's yeah. a Fast and Furious movie. So like, if somebody's like, yeah, they didn't really handle the Paul Walker stuff well, you'd be like, yeah, I mean, it's a Fast and Furious. Like, you'd yeah, be able to you say... you almost didn't expect them to. Yeah, you wouldn't expect... that. That's part of the magic of the moment is you don't expect it to be handled this well. And the fact that they did is incredible. But yeah, if they hadn't pulled it off, I think that would people would just be like, yeah, well, what did you expect? You know, it's a Fast and Furious movie. So I don't know if it would have soured it, but I, I maybe the steam... Of the franchise would yeah. have lessened a little bit. Like, I wonder I if they do end up making you more. Know, yeah, more. They made a billion dollars opening yeah. weekend. Yeah, yeah. I think they would have made another regardless. Yeah, I think Vin is just super hyped up at this point. And I mean, obviously, there's too much money to be made to like between the actors, the studio. You know, I gotta everybody. assume Vin's got a lot of uh, pull on the uh, creativity side. Yeah, for sure. Now Vin- he does. Yeah. Well, would it have made a billion dollars if they messed up that last scene? Well, or I think it like would have. Mm, yeah, because I think people were curious enough to just see, but, like, what? you know, like, more to, word of mouth, I think, really helped on, like, holy shit, that was emotional. They pull it off. Yeah. 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 And that, like, people are be like, you're talking about a Fast and Furious movie? And they'd be like, yeah. Because yeah, if it didn't crazy. pull it off, then that might turn people off. To, like, yeah. Maybe they wouldn't yeah. have turned out for it. But, I mean, at, this is all hypothetical. I think for at sure. the day, you for know, sure. thankful for them pulling it off. Yeah. Hell yeah. Andrew, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, no. Uh, Mavs took a big L in the NBA playoffs, so I'm I'm rooting for Sam to be yeah. happy with the Sixers. Yeah, I don't uh, know, man. Trey Young scares the shit out of me. Speaking of the Mavs, <laughs> go check out uh, numbers on the board. Yeah, they definitely can't. Podcast. That's friend a podcast. of the friend of the pod. Friend they, of the pod. Uh, I'll just say the Sixers can't let. Atlanta put up 40 points in the first quarter again like they did in game one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was unexcusable. Not a ten, sports expert. Ten turnovers. God mm-hmm. damn. Don't Usually do doesn't help with winning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sammy, any anything to plug? Uh, yeah, just catch us at Thank Pod for Cast on uh, Instagram and Twitter, and then Thank Pod for Cast Cars at gmail.com. 
I will eventually check that email. Yeah. <laughs> you can find me at Sam underscore Newsy on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, thank you guys for listening and uh, see you next bonus episode. We've got some more people playing showing up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're going to have a few more bonus episodes with some uh, pasts and new guests. I think we're going to have a new guest. Uh, oh, yeah. Too. yeah. Uh, definitely check out my other podcast, The Castultants. Uh, Jake and I are the uh, podcast professionals where we each week we get our guests in and we help them perfect their passion podcast passion project and i also have my show hardly know her a, a podcast about sex love life and relationships uh where we just kind of cover all sorts of fun things that uh that are under that umbrella on both of those shows this week sam is the guest so if you've not if you're listening to this and somehow not listening to any of those now's a great time to get in uh do you want to yeah. tell them what we do on hardly know her yeah, so we uh, we tackle uh, mechophilia. Me- I think that's what it's called. I think it was metrophilia. Me- metrophilia. Anyway, it's uh, we talk about people that have a uh, sexual fetish for automobiles and vehicles, and uh, we talk about two very interesting individuals, and uh, we kind of delve into more deeper subject matter, more darker. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, it's definitely it's definitely a very interesting conversation. And I'm super glad to do it, and uh, I'm glad y'all had me on. Yeah, of course, of man. So yeah, this is this is big Furious Seven week on all my podcasts. So uh, go listen, like, subscribe, follow, whatever you do for those. Uh, oh, we gotta do Grace. Let's do it. Do you have something you want to thank Pod for? Uh, I'd like to thank Pod for craft beers. Those the, uh, those. Uh, Belgian priests. Yep, uh, Belgian priests. Or monks, sorry, really got it right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I want to thank Pod for oversized wrenches. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One or two Comically, of them. comically oversized wrenches, yeah. And I want to thank Pod for the uh, fencing classes Dom took to be able to wield those <laughs> like he did. Yep. And most importantly, thank, thank Pod, Pod for, for cast cars. cars.